1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, it's Adrian Slade, and you're listening to Mojo 5 Live free. Standing Ground is a production of Leahy Media.
2: This week, the New York Post splashed with news of a trove of emails detailing Joe Biden's son's business dealings overseas. The emails reveal Hunter Biden had planned to introduce his father, who was, of course, then vice president, to an executive at a Ukrainian energy company, Burisma, a company where Hunter served on the board of directors. In one message sent by Vadim Pazarsky in April 2015, he wrote, Dear Hunter, Thank you for inviting me to DC and giving me an opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. It's really an honor and pleasure. Another message, also sent by Fadim in May 2014, asks Hunter for, quote, advice on how you could use your influence to benefit the company. It was said to be a water-damaged MacBook Pro and the person who dropped it off never paid for the service and he didn't return to retrieve it or a hard drive. On which the contents were stored. This is according to the shop owner, who said he repeatedly tried to contact the client. On the hard drive are said to be text messages, videos, 25,000 photographs, and 11,500 emails.
3: Holy shit. This
1: is your big debut.
3: That's all I can say. Uh, <laughs> okay. Hey, look, it's o- it's only Wednesday, and what a great news week, right? I just said there, you know, what else can I say? I can say a lot. Um, obviously, this is the premier premier story of the week, and that is Hunter Biden's laptop and what's on it. And it's put his father in a very very difficult situation as we approach tomorrow night's debate. So, uh, if they don't, if, if the if the moderator does not bring this up or move in on this, I mean, obviously it's clear. Well, they're in the they're they're in Joe's pocket anyway, but. This is the big story. However, there are other things to get to, but we're going to focus on this one. The first we've got, we've got, we've got Jack and Jeff Tubin. I suppose you heard about that. Jeffrey Toobin, uh was caught uh, whacking the one-eyed wonder worm on a zoom call uh, at work. And maybe we'll discuss the uh, possibility or plausibility that his career may or may not be over because whether this is considered to be sexual harassment in the quote workplace. Um, Okay, with that, my email is standingground1776 at gmail.com. standingground1776 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at ground underscore standing, at ground underscore standing. Let's get going. Uh Jeremy Leahy is on. A man that's been accused of being pretty much
1: everything.
4: Racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic,
1: Islamophobic, you name it. Welcome to Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy. I don't know
5: Jeremy, never met him. I think that he is, from where I come from,
1: somewhat of a negative force. Informative, controversial, clever, and yes, maybe sometimes just not normal. There's a fine line between stupid and clever. Yes, you said it. It's Direct and to the point. You are talking about the
3: nonsensical ravings of a lunatic
1: mind. A man with a mission. As annoyed as you might be about his zinging descent, he is so utterly charming, so amusing so sometimes outrageous email jeremy now at standing ground 1776 at gmail.com barbaric that's standing ground 1776 at gmail.com christ i've met some
3: dumb bastards in my time but you outdo them all get over there
1: jeremy Leahy is on it's like i picked the wrong week for a boy simply trapped in a man's body this is a
6: real decent fine boy
1: Strap yourself in for a two-hour cascade of candor. This is Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. Articulate, thought-provoking, insightful, and fun. You obviously have a wonderful economy with words. I look forward to your next syllable with great eagerness. And now, Jeremy Leahy. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit drinking. A show packed with politics, current events, humor, insight, and sometimes... With
3: ridiculous bullshit.
1: This is Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy. Inside the- through all of my
3: dreams become realities and some of my realities become dreams now here's jeremy Leahy. all right welcome to the program this is standing ground i'm jeremy Leah. this is mojo 50 radio it's about 12 noon on the east nine on the west uh, without any further ado let's get to the quote hunter biden story uh, okay this is courtesy of fox news
6: one senior federal official tells fox news the fbi and doj concur with dni john ratcliffe's assessment ...that Hunter Biden's laptop and emails were not part of a Russian disinformation campaign. And the senior federal official says the FBI is in possession of the Hunter Biden laptop in question that breaking moments ago. Also, late today, a new photo has emerged in the New York Post showing former Vice President Joe Biden's son Hunter and purported Kazakh officials it is undated. We're checking with our sources to get as much information as we can about it and the proper context, as we are with all the new revelations in this Hunter Biden
3: story. Okay, point of order, very quickly, and this is after, obviously, we're going out and watching the news, reading, whatever, but talking to some of my friends, and, and namely, my one of my field producers, Reagan Ronald, we talked about this when the story broke, and that's this. This is not a Hunter Biden story anymore. It started with Hunter Biden. It is now a Joe Biden story. But those of you who are news junkies and have been following this for the last few days probably have the details or the over and under, depending. I don't know how you view the news. You want the quick thumbnail sketch. That's what we're going to do here because time is limited. The genesis is the following. Hunter Biden had some damaged computer equipment, um, namely laptops, water damage apparently. And he dropped them off at a computer store for repair. Now, just if you allow, just indulge me for one moment, if Hunter Biden was in his proper state of mind, which he probably was not, because he's well, he's a freak. I mean, he's a, he's a drug addict. Would think, wow, there could be compromising information on this computer and/or computers. And I may not want to bring it out to be repaired. I mean, for crying out loud, I was making $53,000 a month from the Ukrainian natural gas company. I think I can afford a new Mac. Take it out and destroy it, right? But the idiot that he is, because he is an idiot, drug-infested idiot, he took it to a computer store where someone else would obviously have the propensity to go in and see what's on it. Well, the computer store owner came across some things that were of concern to him he from what i understand unless this is in, if it's inaccurate then later show to be inaccurate whatever had contacted someone and that really was to no avail that after after 90 days um it becomes the property of the merchant at some point, this laptop with this information on it, these emails that show now, if, sorry, if, if authenticated are proven to be true, that Joe Biden did indeed have knowledge of his son's activities with Ukraine and China. Where Hunter Biden was making money and putting it into the family pot. If one email says, so much for this, Hunter, and then so much for the big guy, and we know who the big guy is. So, I don't have time to sift through every single email, but the overall is that all along when Joe Biden said, I had no idea what my son was up to, is just bullshit. He lied. Okay. So, Rudy Giuliani was contacted. Rudy Giuliani has a copy of the hard drive. This is not a joke. What I'm about to say is that this computer guy from the computer store made a copy of the hard drive and gave it to a third party in case he was killed. When you're dealing with stuff like this, you know, you, 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 these are very raw power can reach out and take care of business. Talking about the presidency. Well, it turns out that the FBI was in possession of this laptop with this information on it during Donald Trump's impeachment hearings under the set sorry, the, the Congressional Intelligence Committee chaired by Adam the Lying of Schiff, and also through the president's impeachment trial. And it was never handed over to Congress. During the time spent this was all going on we now realize they were going after donald trump for quote illegal activities which there were none when we know almost now i guess in fact the individuals that were engaging in illegal activity and pay per play pay for play were joe biden and his son and now joe biden being the democratic nominee for president it's a huge story. The unfortunate thing is for us on the the, the the Trump side or whatever, or to the country, even to a certain degree, is that the mainstream media has completely pretty much ignored it or not given it any one, one centilla of uh, credence. You're going to hear about it here. You see it on Fox. You hear me talk about it. You'll hear Sean Hannity talk about it. You'll hear other conservative bloggers talk about it. You're not going to hear Rachel Maddow talking about it. She may mention it in passing. Um, And a lot of the newspapers are putting little twists on it. I was reading one a few minutes ago that said, we're still trying to establish what the political motivations of the computer store owner were or is. And I said to myself, regardless of his political motivations – Even if he comes out and says, yeah, I want Donald Trump to win, and I think that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden are are scumbags, doesn't change. If the information on the computer is accurate, his motivations become irrelevant. If the story is true, there's not much the Bidens can do about it. You can't blame him for finding something that's damaging. He didn't do it. They did it to the second tier of this story. Facebook and Twitter decided to block the story. Um, The New York Post, their account, their handle, was taken off Twitter and Facebook. And their explanation was, we don't post anything that could be compromising without i, I mean I, they keep there comes some bizarre thing you get that flashes up on the screen in essence they have not let their users freely in the platform discuss this story as been reported by the new york post and York post broke the story so they come up with this bullshit excuse but then you have to go back and ask name me one story that has been published over the years last four years about donald trump that may not be confirmed that Twitter and Facebook had no problem with being posted. So, this this is relatively still a very fluid story and there's a lot a lot to it more than than we know right now, but as we speak two things are happening. The president is putting pressure on Bill Barr to investigate Hunter and Joe Biden. And two, subpoenas have gone out to Mark Zuckerberg at um, Facebook, and I forget the other guy's name, at Twitter, th- to to be, be subpoenaed. And i came in front of the Commerce Committee. I don't know who, whatever. And here, you know, here we are with 15-odd days less to, left of the election, and the shit has hit the fan for everybody, really, when you think about it. Now, as a political observation, is it enough to destroy Joe Biden? Probably not. Had it had the story come out a little earlier, it would do more damage. Now we're gonna home in on it. Our side's gonna home in on it. But don't forget, like I said earlier, he has the um, he has the media on his side, the mainstream media on his side. Okay, this is Mojo50 Radio. I am Jeremy Leahy. My email is standing ground at gmail.com, standingground ground1776 at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at ground underscore standing. At ground underscore standing. So, I um, when when the story originally broke, there there's some there are there's some salacious stuff on there. Apparently, uh, allegedly, there have been some reports of child pornography. Whether whether he was whether Hunter was viewing it, downloading it, but there is a picture which appears to be. I will be fair to Hunter Biden, appears to be Hunter Biden snorting a line of coke off a girl's ass naked girl and it has been alleged that the girl is underage now that part of the child porn and snorting the line of cocaine off for underage girl those are things that hunter biden is going to have to deal with on his own legally those are other those are other legal entities but the big story is that Joe Biden was indeed aware of his son's activities with Burisma and was aware that money was being funneled and that there was a pay-to-play because the email shows, the guy sending the email to Hunter saying, it was such a great, uh, it was so an honor to meet with your father. The big guy, they call him. Big, the big guy. In the emails, among many others. Now, it has been, reported that there are more emails to come all right well how does the president approach this the candidate slash president approach this thus far i think he's doing a pretty good job by saying look you guys knew about this you're i was getting shit about a phone call i made saying hey look can you find out what joe biden's up to and we have joe biden on tape essentially Ex- committing extortion really threatening uh, a foreign government with your tax money not to release a billion dollars in aid until they fire a prosecutor who's investigating the natural gas company that his son is on in essence investigating his son so you've got that quid pro quo joe i call him right quid pro quo joe quid pro quo joe is on tape now you've got the emails It makes Donald Trump's story look like nothing. So, as an expression I'd love to use on this show is hoisted by one's own petard. Adam Schiff went out, and the Democrats as a whole, went out to get Donald Trump on a phone call, conversations he had with the Ukrainian leader. And as a result of all this, it has blown up in their face because now we know when it comes to Ukraine— who are the crooks? Joe and Hunter Biden. But like I said, the story really is Joe Biden, not Hunter Biden. So as we watch this now, here we are, it's Wednesday, right? And the, in the 12 o'clock hour, we're waiting for a lot of it, but by tomorrow night, the debate is, this is going to be the, the story. Now, how does the president handle it well how should he handle it or maybe probably already has is call over to the fbi hopefully and called christopher ray and said simply hey chris just 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 answer me one simple question are these true are they authentic is it really it's not hard you the, the fbi has plenty of forensic um, analysts, professionals, individuals, goes into, they go into emails, they do all sorts of things, and just kept come back to him and say, yay or nay. And yes, they are authentic. And he could go around right on the debate and says, there's some things I can't get into, but my FBI director has informed me that these emails are not fake. They're not doctored. They are real. Um, and yeah, put the heat on Bill Barr and say, you need to uh, open an investigation. So here we are. If Joe Biden is elected, with well, there's a good chance he's going to be elected, this is going to be a ducking albatross around his neck. Not necessarily his son's, though his son may be a partial agent to it, it's going to be Joe Biden's problem. So, of course, what am I thinking? Well, as Joe when Joe Biden, if Joe Biden gets elected, right, if Donald Trump thought he had a hard time with the opposing party. Well, get ready, Joe, because we're going to investigate your ass, and we're going to find out what you are up to. And you know what? Our side may actually find evidence that you are a corrupt son of a bitch. Now, I got to be, I gotta be honest with you. I've never liked Joe Biden. Since, well, I've never particularly cared for him. Um, I think he's in I, – I just don't like his demeanor. I just – a lot of things, but that the point is this. I've never really felt or had any reason to believe that Joe Biden was a crooked individual. That he would knowingly partake in uh, these type of nefarious activities. Pay for play, uh, money drops, essentially. Bribes. Bribes. So if Joe Biden was involved in a common plan and scheme to make money in exchange for the for altering us foreign policy it would be an impeachable offense if they can prove it because in an essence he would be he's being bribed by a foreign entity say bribery in article 2 treason bribery other high crimes and misdemeanors doesn't mean bribing somebody accepting a bribe is a bribe so <laughs> So if if Joe Biden if Joe Biden wins if he if he thinks he's what's, what's the movie Ferris Bueller the the principal um, if you think you're going to get away with this you are sorely mistaken <laughs> so all right so we will we, we may get into a little bit more of this in the second break but that is the over and under that is the that is the cliff notes i i maybe got off on a couple of things or whatever but in essence it's pretty simple just in summation the fbi had the laptop the laptop has incriminating information on it the fbi held it from congress and you and i through the entire impeachment matter it was joe biden and his son that were crooked not donald trump and we're just finding out about it 10 15 days a little bit more before a general election by the way Pretty much after the story broke, Joe Biden went into hiding. The old saying, silence is deafening, right? Silence speaks volumes. I think he did one of his toot-toot um, Arnold's drive-in, I call them the Arnold's drive-in um, uh, rallies where people were beeping their horns at him. So, Anyway. So the left is freaking out because they don't they don't know what to do. I was someone said we'll go out with this. Someone sent me this yesterday. This is a woman on uh, on Zoom or whatever, and she's talking about you know she's one of these Trump deranged individuals who's flipping out over all this stuff that's going on and freaking out. And I I thought, <laughs> well, first of all, just have a listen to this. It's really a lot of fun.
2: I don't know if you feel the way that I do, but I feel like
4: we're living in an alternate universe here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That something has happened to Mm -hmm. the United States of America and we're all grasping and trying to hold on (laughs) to our democracy.
3: Listen to her come on down I see what's going
4: on in Texas. The vote is being repressed.
3: You mean suppressed.
4: This is evil. This is wrong. (laughs) The Republicans have to stop. Now. I'm terrified. Here we go. Listen to me, Republicans. Listen. (laughs) You are the people in history they warned us about.
3: (laughs) They warned us about people like you. Pay attention. We're losing our democracy. Wake up. Wake up. Oh, God. (laughs) What? One of many videos out there of the left going nuts. All right, I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Standing Ground. This is Mojo Fiber Radio. Be right back.
4: Listen to me, Republicans. Listen. You are the people in history they warned us
3: about. They warned us about people like you. Pay attention. We're losing our democracy. Wake up. Wake! (laughs) She's come undone She didn't know what she was headed for And when I found what she was headed for It was too late She's come undone She found a mountain that was far too high When she found out she couldn't fly
1: It was too late It's
5: too late She's gone too far She's lost the sun She's come undone She wanted truth but all she...
0: I love American Pride Roasters in the morning It really gets me off to work
6: American Pride Roasters dot com
3: Our friendly, knowledgeable agents will give you free, no-obligation information, handle all the insurance paperwork, and make sure your supplies are delivered directly to your door for free. Call U.S. Medical Supply 24 hours a day. 800-597-9323. 800-597-9323. 800-597-9323. Call right now. 800-597-9323.
1: Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them, I've worked with them, and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org. Welcome back to Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy here on Mojo Five O Radio.
6: You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore.
3: Oh. What a great news week thus far, huh? <laughs> Can't make this shit up. Okay. Okay. Welcome back to the program. I'm Jeremy Lee. This is uh, Standing Ground. This is Mojo Five Radio now streaming on iHeart. I um, we're we're gonna get to Jeffrey Tubin, uh, uh, Jack and Jeff Tubin in a moment. If you haven't heard about this story, <laughs> it's gotta be the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> You hear of reporters, you know, they get like a DUI, they get caught cheating on their wives, but uh, jerking off on a Zoom call. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this goes into a completely new uh, territory to which we will um, uh, divulge uh, momentarily. But as I said, you're watching the monitor as I record my show. It appears the president is walking over to the media. I don't want to miss opportunity here this now my show's I mean Wednesday this might be a little but I mean if you haven't heard this I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and, and tap into it and listen to what comes out of his mouth cuz it's always great it's always entertaining So uh, let's go to that You never
1: have understood going to be a repeat of 2016 I
5: think oh, so
3: I think we'll do better than 2016
1: We're
5: way ahead of where we were in 2016 And I've done things that nobody's ever done. We built the greatest economy in the world and we're building it rapidly again. If you look at Arizona, you look at the job they've done. And I'm just leaving other states that, I mean, every one of these Republican-run states are doing phenomenally. The Democrat-run states are not, but they're not going to affect our numbers very much. I think they're going to open up on November 4th. They'll be opening up on November 4th. And by the way, the fact that Kristen Welker is, you know, a died-in-the-wool, radical-left-democrat or whatever she is. Okay. Okay, then ask, why are you defending her? Then ask her, why did she delete her account? Would you please have her put her account back? And you know what? It's not going to affect — I know you want to stick up. It's not going to affect me. I'm going to be there. But, you know, I told you about the last one, and I was right. And I told you about Savannah Guthrie, and I was right. And I'm telling you about Kristen Welker. Kristen Welker should put all of her statements back on. She deleted her entire account. She shouldn't do that. With what? I, I have no idea. Uh, I'm doing this. What am I doing to prepare? I'm doing this. I've done, I've done very well in debates. And, you know, you do what you do. You just do what you do. You The last debate I had two on one, I usually have two on one at least. And I did well on the last debate. And we did well with Savannah Guthrie, based on reports. But all you can do is look, you know, you go around, we do interviews with you. This is like, I call this debate prep. This is actually tougher than a debate, if you want to know the okay, truth. Will you do the
2: testing before the debate, and will you authorize... Say it? Your, will you do the testing before the debate, and will the you...
5: Testing? Au- yes, the COVID testing. And will you authorize for doctors to tell us when Sure, I would have no problem with it. I'm not only am I free, positive or whatever what would you call it i'm totally free right not only am i free i'm immune they say they say if you've had it you're immune now the question is are you immune for four months or for the rest of your life that's the only thing we don't know Do you
2: authorize your doctors to tell you when you tested negative last before sure. the is that event? very
5: important to you you yes, seem sure to be is. so <laughs> intense but if it's so important to you why is it so important to you
2: because we want to know how long know you may have, why. have I despise why. been you want to know if you follow
5: the world why the is it so important to you, you
2: your Look at the dedication to that yeah my
5: doctors have already given it you know my doctors have given more information than has been given on any human being in the history of the world Biden a criminal. Why is that? He is a criminal. He's a criminal. He got caught. Read his laptop. And you know who's a criminal? You're a criminal for not reporting it. You are a criminal for not reporting it. Let me tell you something. Joe Biden is a criminal and he's been a criminal for a long time. And you're a criminal in the media for not reporting it. Good luck, everybody. Have a good time. Have a good time. All right.
3: Okay, well, I mean, a, a couple of takeaways there. Chris Walker, who is going to moderate the debate, is a left wing semi deviationist, petty bourgeois liberal who is in the Biden camp and is a liberal kiss ass, and most likely will not be fair to the to the president. I mean, that's quite obvious. Um, but anyway, so there, and then the COVID testing, and they're getting on him, and of course they asked. Well, they, they the one reporter did ask him about the Joe Biden uh, Hunter Biden, sorry, the Hunter Biden laptop and the connection to the vice president. So um, it, between now and the debate, more will most likely come forward. But um, I look, I wouldn't outrule Trump yet. I mean, seriously. I mean, I, I know that look at the numbers, things don't look good, but it ain't over till it's over, as Yogi Berra said. Um, okay, to Jeffrey Tubin, <laughs> I, uh, oh, wow. When, when I, when this story broke, this is just quickly, just to say right up front, um, Jeffrey Tubin was on a Zoom call, a conference call with, I believe, the New Yorker magazine, to which he is a he writes for, and also WYNC radio. I think I got that right in New York. Uh, about they were doing sort of like a a mock debate. They they were basically rehearsing for television, and. Yeah, he's he's working from home and he it turns out it turns out that he was while he was on the Zoom call he was uh well, he was he was jerking off. He was uh he was wailing away they think now to something he was watching on the corner of his computer or off the computer because what happened was they went to a break. And when they went to a break It has been reported now. He did not know that the camera was still on, and someone who was on the Zoom call saw him uh, punching the clown. Oh,
7: God.
3: Jeffrey, my God. All right, now, let's get off for now the funny aspect to it. It's funny and not funny at the same time to try and analyze a little bit here of what's going on with Jeffrey Tubin or anyone for that matter that would do that while on a business Zoom call. As someone said to me the other day, uh, a a, a, a woman, by the way, saying, look, you know, I mean – People do that, but there is a time and place. Uh, there are considerations to take into uh, things like you know, you know, are the drapes shut? Are, is there anyone around you? Is there a, a camera anywhere near you? That kind of thing that you want to be careful. Okay, fair enough. So the human aspect of it, I'm not criticizing Jeffrey Tubin, um, you know, for uh, uh, stroking it, but it's just. The venue or the situation he was in well anyway every so often i tune into the uh the program the view um never been a big fan of whoopi goldberg but i think it is interesting because i think many times they do get it gets they're pretty light and it can get intense at the same time but i do enjoy the i enjoy the verbal discourse well anyway there is a one of the co-hosts on the program, who I've always had a bit of a thing for. I think she's beautiful. Her name is um, uh, Sarah Haynes. Highly intelligent, very beautiful, and has a wonderful sense of humor. There's the look. I have to be personal in my life. Other than the exception of maybe a couple, a lot of women in my life are just uptight and serious. I, I, I it's a, I don't know, but I don't maybe the, I don't know, but. For some reason, it's someone like Sarah Haynes that kind of balances the scale a little bit. Well, anyway, I'm going to play you the exchange on The View when they brought up Jeffrey Tubin, And they were all really keeping it together because, look, I mean, this is a serious thing. What could have happened? A child might have been on the other end that could have seen it. Uh, The questions are, can he survive? Is this technically... Is he doing this in the workplace even though he's not in an office? He is kind of because he's virtually working and all that working and jerking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what a jerk off. Okay, anyway. So, and obviously, too, just allow me to digress for one moment. Obviously, incredibly embarrassing to Jeffrey Tubin. He has apologized. He's he's admitted that it happened, basically. I mean, he didn't say, I was masturbating. But he he says, yeah, I did something stupid, inappropriate. I apologize to my colleagues, my wife, my my family, whatever. And of course, I have, to a certain degree, sympathy for him. But like I said earlier, I would rather – I mean, if I was was a public figure, I'd rather have – get caught in an infidelity, a DUI, or, or something like that. Than have on the front page of the New York Post, would let's say news flash of my picture being caught on a Zoom call, on a business Zoom call, uh, wailing away. All right, well, so back to the view. I'm going to play you the cut. Let's go. This is the view talking about it, and they were like we, the, they were. Whoopi It was like, "You know, how do we really approach this?" But it is we got to talk about it. It's a, it's an interesting story, and we are in uncharted waters, if you will, when it comes to this sort of thing before i go to the cut i have to give you the visual they're like on a zoom okay because because of covid well in the lower right hand of the screen is sarah haynes and as they're all being serious about this because you know and they're going on about all this is a horrible thing everything like that sarah haynes is how she's she cannot keep a straight face (laughs) and i love her for this this is why i love this lady is she's, she's a real hoot. Well, She pipes in. <laughs> it's great. But anyway, uh, here you go. This is uh, courtesy of ABC. This is The View.
7: So legal analyst Jeffrey Toobin was suspended by The New Yorker and took a leave of absence from CNN after co-workers reportedly said that during a Zoom conference, he was... Say it. Say it. Well... Masturbating, okay, <laughs> so I know that you worked with him, Sonny, but from a legal standpoint, mm-hmm. it what is the defense here if they want to rake him over the fire
4: well, you know. <clears throat> I think there's no question Whoopi, that if he were physically in an office at work that this would be a fireable right. uh, offense. He totally would there would agree. be grounds for termination. Right.
7: Well put. But this
4: is unprecedented right. in a sense. We're in these unprecedented times. There's a global pandemic and uh, he was on a virtual work call, um, but the argument is right. he was still at work. That's right. True. He was virtually working. Yeah. And and so, you know, he arguably sexualized his workplace. And so um, I, I, I don't know um, what the answer now, is at now. At this point, Sarah Haynes of, is trying um, to keep the situation face. that we are in. I will say this. I think that um, I, I what does also merit an investigation is why would someone show this lack of impulse control? Mm-hmm. Uh, is this somehow mm-hmm. related to, um, a, is this addictive behavior? It has to be. Is this related to uh, the, the pandemic? Are we talking about um, again, an addiction related to these unprecedented times? Right. I think that merits some investigation right. because this is I- extremely um uh, odd and, no, and sarah unusual. you <laughs> know yeah.
7: to unusual behavior yeah yeah what do you what do you make of this turn <laughs> of events uh sarah because it's just it seems she's so, trying to keep
3: it together here such here a comes.
7: strange thing to do when you know people you've been working and talking <laughs> and to she's people cracking up. what's your take on this
8: i'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> I usually give women a lot of credit for multitasking, but this is a gear switch I, I could leave to only a man. Um, this was during an election simulation, which is the most, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the most unsexy thing I've ever I love ever her. Heard I adore of. this woman. Um, and I'm not going to be able to unsee this. I, I very much miss the days when Jennifer went to the bathroom and forgot to turn off her camera. Yes. I'm, I'm so sorry I, I i know there's a lot of seriousness no to this, this is funny topic. it's just really hard because it's I hard all right fathom a situation <laughs> where this was the option a and b um so i'm petrified of my computer camera <clears throat> i don't know if you remember whoopee when you used to tell us put something over okay, that all right, put something well, over get- that yes i yes. take my like, cameras right, and my well, my devices very seriously
3: okay so there's there's a lot in there, and I, it was great to see Sarah Haynes see the humor in it. But in all seriousness, it well, for, like I said, it is incredibly embarrassing. I, my take is that most likely Jeffrey Tubin will be okay, provided that he has not done this before or this has been an ongoing thing. Uh, we we now know what happened. He was on the Zoom call playing with himself and did not, well, obviously did not practice proper erection discretion. (laughs) Working jerking. (laughs) Um, I can't imagine what he and his family are going through. However, I thought the legal analyst, I forget her name on The View, made a good point, is whether or not this would be considered Elicit, you know, uh, conduct unbecoming uh, in the quote workplace because he is virtually working, where he has the propensity to be seen. Okay, so there is that aspect of it. I seem to be. I seem to incline that because. Well, sorry, where I do incline. Is that the one thing he did? Uh, well, there was the stupidity of it, but the smart thing he did was he came out and he admitted it. You know, he said, "Oh, this is a misunderstanding. My computer was hacked. This is somebody else." A Jeffrey's very liberal. This is some conservative group that's trying to get me off the air. He uh, he openly said, "I did a very stupid thing." And I give him full credit for doing that because there's nothing more more insulting to the average person's intelligence than trying to blame it on somebody else and that this was done to him. He admits that he did it or he was doing it to himself. Sorry. So the moral of the story is is it, I, I think when this story broke, a lot of people, a lot of people realized, look, the average reasonably thinking-minded person is not going to do something like that, man or a woman, while they are on a work-related phone call or Zoom call, whatever. It's just really, really dumb. But you look, you know, looking at the odds are that Jeffrey and does have some type of problem that he cannot contain himself on a work call. I mean, that's really bad. So we may hear, you know, I'm going into rehab or sexual addiction, you know, something along those lines. But, I mean, you could have a lot of fun with it. You know, I posted on Facebook the other day for a limited time offer. Get when you're with yourself and you need a little help have you heard of Tubin's lube
2: <laughs> i don't know
3: you just you can go on and on anyway all right this is standing ground uh i'm jeremy Lay. this is mojo 5o radio my email standing ground 1776 at gmail.com standing ground 1776 at gmail.com also too just to back up a moment what a very awkward time for this to happen for jeffrey tubin 15 days before uh um an erection an election sorry <laughs> sorry um that where they really need him uh where he could really he, you know all the stuff with Biden and the and the laptop he could be talking about warrants and abandoned devices and what the law is and everything going into the election now whether or not he returns to CNN prior to the election is unknown now if he does if he does return the best way to approach it is i would if i was him i wouldn't even say anything about the incident i would just Say okay, we're now joined by uh, Jeffrey Tubin uh, to discuss the um, the Biden matter, or whatever, and just jump right into it and say okay, well, the way I look at this it, legally, whatever, and don't even don't even mention it, and they'll float a trial balloon to see if people are receptive to him. So once again, is provided that this has not happened before or other people saw this happening in the past and didn't say anything about it, I think he will be okay. Um, a strict warning from the New York. Now, whether they're going to let him go, I don't know. A warning from CNN or whatever. If you do this again, you know, forget it. You're 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 done. So there you have it. Um, boy, you know, when I saw that story, I thought it was Babylon B. I I called I called a a dear friend of mine, a fellow conservative, and she she was very, but when I told her what happened uh she she works crazy shifts i mean she's a she's a nurse but she when i she she's a news junkie like me i mean we go back and forth twice a week on the telephone about all what's going on in the world the news and politics and when I told her she literally uh, if you actually you're gonna set it up you guys have ever if you've ever seen a movie called a little Romance. It's with Diane Lane. She's like 14 years old and Laurence Olivier was made in the 70s, late 70s. Beautiful film, but she has a friend in the movie. I got to set this up for you. And Diane Lane is a, you know, a little bit, she's not, she's a kind of, I'm going to say the word promiscuous. She's a, she's a early bloomer where her friend who's kind of geeky and awkward and braces says not really know about a lot of things and every time Diane Lane's Diane Lane's character says something to her like oh yeah you know I go I take him down in the basement all the time her friend always would say this through the movie she'd say god oh my god god so I told my friend about this I said did you hear about Jeffrey Tubin? and she said no I said yeah he got caught uh, whipping it out on a on a on a Zoom a business Zoom call, and she went, "Oh, oh, oh!" waiting for her to say, "God, God, God!" That, that was the reaction that was in my head. Of because, um, like I said, I thought the story was BS. But anyway, try coming back from that one. So, all right, we 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 will move on. Uh, there's not much more to say about Jeffrey Tubin other than good luck. All right. I'm Jeremy Lake. This is Standing Ground. Don't forget, all my shows are backlogged on uh, a Speaker, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Great way to do it. I, I've been noticing a friend of mine had sent an email out and, and said to people, look, you know, oh, I missed your show, whatever. It's, it's not hard to listen to. All you got to do is just go to Speaker, Spotify, or Apple iTunes, and you'll see my latest show, whether it's Saturday nights or Wednesdays show. It'll be uh, posted right up there. It's updated, and you all you got to do it's at the top or at the bottom, depending on the, how they lay it out on their on the podcast uh, uh, archive. You can just go ahead and listen to the, listen to the program. So um, listen uh, at your leisure. Okay. Well, we are in the final stretch. Okay, we are. The election is to do do. It is what is it? Two weeks from yesterday. Do I have that right? Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. Uh, I am concerned. I think my boy is in trouble. Whether what, what tomorrow night's debate is going to do is he's got an opportunity here. And I do believe that the opportunity is. Uh, I believe the opportunity is to get on Joe Biden b- being caught in this lie who has been lying all along that he was. In full knowledge of what his crackhead son was up to, not just his drug abuse, but what he was up to while serving on this uh, this natural gas board and getting all this money. And that it obviously was to get access to his father, or as they say in the emails, the big guy. So if if Kristen Kristen walker who i was moderating this debate tomorrow night it she it's got to be the first question out of the box it has to be because it is the story i don't know maybe the jeffrey question. <laughs> you see Biden looking at joe joe have you ever jerked off on a zoom call i bet you have jerking joe jerking joe <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I just I gotta get away from that story. It's still cracking me up. Oh God, <laughs> sorry. Um, is that that this has this is the story uh, of the week? But don't count on it. Don't count on the left wing moderator getting on Joe Biden about Barisma and his and his screwed up son and laptop and the FBI. But like I said earlier, what Donald Trump needs to know prior going into this debate via Christopher Ray at the FBI. He needs to know whether or not those emails are not – that they're not fake. And if they're not fake, it's really bad news for Joe Biden. And then if it is true, if I was advising the Trump campaign, big-time onslaught. Don't look at me and tell me I was up to no good with you with the Ukraine. All I did as the chief law enforcement agent of the country – was asked him to look into an American citizen who happens to be the former vice president of the United States that may be up to something funky in the Ukraine. And I can do that as president. And they turn it into the, 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 you know, the smoking gun, the phone call. What did the president know? When did he know it? Well, it's simple. We know what Joe Biden knew and we know when he knew it (laughs) and we know full well, full well, uh, what his son was up to and that he was getting kickbacks in the process. All right. We'll end the break. I hope everybody's being careful with their computers and it'll be, it'll be referred to. It referred to in the future is don't do a tubing. Don't do a Jack and Jeff. <laughs> All right. Town hall news is up next. I'll be right back.
4: Does also merit an investigation is why would someone show this Lack of impulse control. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this somehow mm-hmm. related to? Um, a, is this addictive behavior? It Has to be. Is this related to uh, the, the pandemic? Are we talking about um, again an addiction related to these unprecedented times? Right. I think that merits some investigation right. because this is I- extremely um, uh, odd and, now, and unusual, you know, <laughs> you know yeah.
7: unusual grin. behavior. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
7: What do you what do you make of this turn of events, uh, Sarah? Because it's just it seems she's so, trying to keep
3: it together. It's here, such here a it comes.
7: strange thing to do when you know people you've been working and talking to she's people. She's cracking up. What's your take on this? I'm sorry. Um,
8: I usually give women a lot of credit for multitasking, but this is a gear switch I I could leave to only a man. Um, this was during an election simulation. <laughs> <laughs> which is the most I'm sorry I'm sorry now
5: everybody
1: have you heard if
3: you're in the game
1: then it strokes the world alright now come take
3: <laughs> no it's the Jeffrey Tubin <laughs> theme song no <laughs> got thirst for killing Jack and Jeff <laughs> Make sure the camera's off <laughs> before you wail away.
1: ear Oh far and
3: wide. Ah shit.
1: Keep your contributions by your side. Strongness, slow me.
3: Could be a winner boy and move
1: quite well while.
3: Hang in there, Jeff, you're gonna be fine. I know you can beat this. <laughs> Never a dull moment in America.
1: is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O.
9: Breaking news this hour at townhall.com. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump is hopping from one must-win stop on his electoral map to the next in lead-up to a final presidential debate at a campaign event in Erie, Pennsylvania. The president said Joe Biden is simply not fit to be president.
5: Joe is not equipped right now, no longer. He never really was. You know, he, we used to call him 1% Joe, and that was in primetime. How about this? And in non-primetime, he ends up getting the nomination. Figure that one out.
9: Meanwhile, Joe Biden dismissing claims by Senate Republicans that the appointment of his son Hunter to the board of a Ukrainian gas company may oppose a conflict of interest.
6: This is the same garbage Rudy Giuliani, Trump's henchman. It's the last-ditch effort in this desperate campaign to smear me and my family.
9: Biden's comments are on WISN-TV. In the United Kingdom, debate continues to rage over a new lockdown for coronavirus. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson imposing strict restrictions on England's second-largest urban area. Meanwhile, at the Prime Minister's questions session, Keir Starmer, leader of the opposition Labour Party, is accusing Johnson of having no exit strategy for the areas of the country placed into Tier 3. On Friday, the chief scientific officer said Tier 3 on its own certainly isn't enough to get the R rate below 1. On the same day, the Prime Minister himself said there was only a chance of getting infection rates down. This goes to the heart of the issue in Greater Manchester and elsewhere. Because the widespread fear, Prime Minister, is that Tier 3 is the worst of all worlds. Johnson has been struggling to impose his plan for localized restrictions on restive regions. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down in negative territory now, suddenly down by about 50 points. The Nasdaq is down by 14. The S&P 500 has lost about three. More on these stories at townhall.com.
7: We would like to remind all of our listeners
1: that the views and opinions of the show hosts and their guests appearing on Mojo Five O Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Five O Radio. I love American Pride Roasters in the morning. It really gets me off
0: to work.
6: AmericanPrideRoasters.com AmericanPrideRoasters.com
0: do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life are you thinking about it Mm. what if we can promise you the same results for less than three dollars a pill if you're paying twenty dollars a pill for the other pills you're getting taken to the cleaners our pills deliver the exact same results for less than three dollars you'll save more than sixteen dollars a pill for the same results and right now radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for 120 bucks with free discreet shipping you can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right
3: now. 800-218-6473 800-218-6473 800-218-6473 That's
1: 800-218-6473 Live free, Mojo 5.0. Welcome back to Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy here on Mojo 5-0 Radio. Tell you what, dipshits If you don't like my policies, you can just come on down here and smooch my big old white butt.
3: All right, welcome back to the program. Uh, no, no, no lack of news today, right? I mean, we got everything from uh, Hunter Biden's laptop to what was going on with on uh, Jeffrey Tubin's lap. <laughs> okay, note to self: let is let's move on from that story. God, it's like you can't make this shit up. All right, um, quickly to to the campaign. I uh, on both sides to the uh, former vice president. Crooked Joe, and our our the current occupant of the White House, one Donald J. Trump. I was thinking, I I love I love quotes. I love quotes from history, but particularly from our framers. And I think, yeah, I think I got this right. Yeah, Ben Franklin once said, "Don't believe everything you hear, but believe half of what you see." Now wise old salt that he was lived to be the ripe old age of 86 and 1787, which was unheard of. But he's, if you go out and just read Ben Franklin's quotes or Thomas Jefferson's or whatever, I mean, these guys were just ahead of their time, but I, I've always taken that quote to mean that you, you, you can hear anything. You can, someone can say something to you or a rumor, but just because someone says it or tells you something, whether you're watching it on television or the listening here on the radio or whatever, doesn't really prove anything to you. Proof is what you see. And in other words, if I if I say, "Oh, uh, my uh, this guy I know at work is a uh, he does coke," right? Right? For instance, well, fine. Let's use Hunter Biden as an example. There were rumors flying around that Hunter Biden uses cocaine, right, for instance, and that there was – well, he got kicked out of the Navy and all that. Well, we have Hunter Biden, (laughs) a picture of him snorting a line of cocaine off a girl's ass, provided it's authentic and it's him. What? You can't do anything believe that he does cocaine because you see it. He's doing it. All right. Well, politics is – interesting in the sense that especially now i'm going out i'm just here today that uh here we go trump has uh 98 chance of losing 75 chance the democrats will take the house and the senate uh trump doomed it's over these are just headlines Well, they have to carry him out screaming, probably. (laughs) Anyway, to my point, when I watch – this has always been kind of a – I guess you could call it a a metric, if you will. But it used to be that crowds did not really mean much when it came to an election. Now, I've been watching – and we'll play one of his campaign rallies from this week in the last break – But as I've been watching Donald Trump in this campaign cycle and get back out, his crowds are enormous. People go nuts when they see him. He is, in essence, kind of like a rock star. He hits the stage. He dances. He waves to the crowd and they go berserk. Now, Joe Biden has been campaigning in the battlegrounds i don't blame him but these rallies that he, quote rallies he has are people sitting in cars and they toot their horns but even that i mean some of them lean on their cars but here's the thing is no one's coming to them there's no enthusiasm so i guess, I guess what i'm saying is that the polls are compelling they're interesting But if I'm going to go back, revert to what Ben Franklin said, and believe half or most of what you see, there is no doubt in my mind. And forget COVID, because if 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 Joe Biden wants to have a COVID safe rally and say, you're going to show up in your cars and sit in your cars while I speak, fine. But when you turn on the television and you see it, like I said, it looks like the parking lot of Arnold's on Happy Days. It's really not anything big. It's not like he looks out and sees 20,000, 10,000, 5,000 or 1,000 cars lined up. It's like 50 or I don't know, or 100. maybe I'm wrong. but It's just when he comes out, there's no, there's like this, you go, Joe. And they toot the horns, and whatnot. Donald, Donald Trump flies into an event and you see Air Force, Air Force One coming in. Now, to be fair to Joe Biden and then at the same time, to be fair to the president, is Air Force One as a backdrop. We're looking at aesthetics here, okay? The Vista. The image of Air Force One flying in, I've only seen it once in Boston. It's an an awe-inspiring moment to see this beautiful airplane, this large marvel of technology. The flying White House—it sends chills up your spine. So, to be fair to Joe Biden, Joe Biden doesn't have that backdrop. He doesn't have that event. He flies in in a in a campaign plane or a private jet or maybe a jetpack. <laughs> maybe he's the one that's been flying around LA. Hear about that? The pilots have seen it. Anyway. Um, so that there's 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 the element to it that the arrival of the president is the excitement of watching that plane come into an event which the the taxpayer does not pay for the cost of the trip the the party does the campaign does so he's got that but notwithstanding when you see that plane drop out before he even lands just when they see it on the horizon with the approach lights the crowd starts to go crazy like, oh, here he comes, here he comes, here he comes. So my point being, if we're going to base and use the metric of a candidate who's doing well, wherever it be, in a battleground state, for example, it could be Pennsylvania, right, which is in play, which I think is now is four points, right? When you see the enthusiasm of the people are that are there, It indicates to me that they're more excited. The supporters of Trump are more excited about him than the supporters of Joe Biden being excited about their guy. They're not excited about him. So it's a bit of a it's a little tricky because that doesn't mean that Joe Biden's going to lose. But even to the people that show up, the few that do, when he's there, they're not, they're not getting a kick out of him. Well, he's terribly boring. Th- that is true. He's slow. He's, he's you know, he's – say, well, they're both – they're contemporaries. They're around the same age. But Joe Biden goes – I'm sorry. The President Trump goes out and campaigns like a 30-year-old. I mean this guy's got so much energy and recovered from COVID. Where Joe Biden is just – his speeches are just not inspiring. So provided that Joe Biden wins the election, he's – he's look, put it this way. Even people that I know that are supporting Joe Biden are not enthusiastic about him. The people that are supporting Trump that I know, yours truly, me included, are excited about the president – The candidate we're excited about him we still like the job he's doing though obviously obviously i mean i i've been critical a few times of some things that i don't think that he's done well whatever but overall his base support is still there now with that they are saying that texas is in play that texas could go blue If that happens, I will be blown over. I I will not be blown over if Donald Trump loses, but if Texas goes blue, to me, that has amazing repercussions for my party as we move forward. Okay? So, friends, going back to the crowds for a minute, in 2016, when Hillary Clinton lost, Joe Biden then— the vice president of the united states joe biden w- went to an event in delaware where which is his home state and from my understanding he's not particularly well liked there anymore but anyway he was on the stump for hillary clinton and when he got back to the oval office he this was in an interview he did with the la times he got back to his office in the West Wing, and he turned on the TV, and he saw the Trump crowds. And alleged, well, not allegedly, he claims that he said this. He turned to an aide and he said, "This son of a bitch is going to beat us." And in the interview, he was asked, well, "Well, Mr. Vice President, what makes you think that?" He says, "Well, as an example, when I was with her in Delaware." The crowds were large, but they were not enthusiastic. They were there, pretty large, but they were not overly excited about her. So Joe Biden, in all fairness to him, back in 2016, before I realized that he's a crooked son of a bitch, I, I commended him for... Speaking truth to power is I bet I bet that pissed her off when she saw that interview, but he was being upfront and direct and saying, look, I saw I saw this coming. I mean, I've been in this business long enough that I, I know when things don't look good for a particular candidate. So there you have it. But now it's kind of like he's in the same situation. So if you take that as being the model of what the road to victory is, I would say that Donald Trump is in a very good position. But when you look at the polls and what we're being told, right, you think he's screwed, that he's not going to win. And if I look at the, when I look at the, um, uh, the, sorry guys I got distracted I get these pop-ups sometimes on my when I'm recording my show and there's something about Mitch McConnell I'll check it out in a second that that if there was something to measure if this is sorry if this is the index we use to measure the road to victory Donald Trump appears to be in a far better position as far as the polls are concerned and I had this discussion with my good friend John Keller in Boston, CBS political, very bright guy, is these are national polls. Well, a nat- the, the presidential election is not the will of the people. It's the will of the electorate. The only thing I ever care about is how he is doing in each of the battle. Well, in all the states, really, but the toss-ups. And from what I can see, a lot of them that could put him over the top or 270 and above, he's not down 20 points from what I can see. I'm hearing numbers like four, five, six. I believe he was down six or seven points in Pennsylvania in 2016, and he won the state. And right after that happened, what did Megyn Kelly say? There goes her blue wall. Once Pennsylvania went, they realized it's done. It's over. So – In totem, when I put everything together, I say to myself, well, things don't particularly look good for the president. But then 20 minutes later, I go, well, hang on a minute. Maybe they do look good for the president. So we cannot, we cannot, you cannot trust these polls. You just can't. Chris Wallace, Chris Wallace said in 2016 after the election, he said, I will never trust another poll again. And I saw him on TV yesterday talking about this poll and that poll and this poll and that poll. He's going right back to them again. So there you have it. Okay, this is Mojo Fiber Radio. I'm Jeremy Lay. This is Standing Ground. My email, standingground1776 at gmail.com, Ground 1776 at gmail.com, gmail.com, or you can follow me on Twitter, at ground underscore standing. That's at ground underscore standing. Housekeeping details. I will be uh, on the air Saturday evening. I will be on the air uh, next Wednesday. But I'm um, traveling to North Carolina. No, actually, I am not. um, I am not uh, uh, giving a campaign speech. Uh, I am going down to take part in a one, two, three, four, five, five and a half, around a six day, uh, how should I, what do I refer to it, as a uh, seminar with a. Conservative think tank. Keeping it on the QT. Don't want to give you any details. And actually, I arrived back from North Carolina after being at my seminar with the conservative think tank. And when I get back, uh, I'm back on the second, and I vote on the third. So my plan is this. I will be on the air this Saturday uh most likely on wednesday i i if i see anything that up and coming i may ask for a fill-in or a rewind but it's unlikely i'll probably record my show late tuesday or like really early in the morning because i have an early morning flight on wednesday uh it's crazy i gotta just experience this i have to um i have to fly to philadelphia And then from Philly, I have to fly to Greensboro. So it's just interesting. I I thought I could get a direct flight to Greensboro. But anyway, uh, um, hey, look, in case you're interested, um, airline fares right now are pretty reasonable. (laughs) Oh, two. Speaking of which, I was watching this interesting report about air travel and that air travel on an airplane – the odds are, when it comes to COVID, you're safer on an airplane than you are in a supermarket, because the filtration systems on the airplane, the way they work, they filter the air down. I think I have this right, and they it doesn't go back and forth; it it takes it down. So now I am you're required to wear a mask throughout the flight, except when you're um, consuming a beverage or having something to eat, what have you. Or I I mean I. I know this people that just. I mean, after, look, this flight is three hours down the coast, whatever, from Philly to two and a half hours from Philly. Well, no, it wouldn't be that long. Maybe I, I don't see myself having my mask on the entire time. At some point, I'm going to have to like take the damn thing off and take a sip of water or breathe a little bit because they are extremely uncomfortable. So it will be an interesting experience. I had a family relative who who sent me a message saying oh, so you're flying. I hope you're going to have a hazmat suit on. I didn't respond to it, but if they're listening, I'm telling you right now, when they go to the supermarket today, they're at far greater risk than getting on an A320 to fly to Philadelphia or to Greensboro. So it's, there you have it. So interesting stuff. And also too, I thought about before I booked this trip, Um, I was invited down to this Republican think tank. Um. Is that I I was somewhat ambivalent about flying, but then as I begun to think about a lot of things, and that is this thing has been going on since since February, and I uh, am sick and tired of sitting around and not being able to going anywhere and do anything. And yeah, am I taking a chance? Yeah, sure I am. But we take a chance every day. And I'm only – this is not maybe the wish being the father of the thought. My feeling is that if I was going to get COVID, I probably would have gotten it by now anyway. Actually, I think I may have had it way back when in February, and I just flushed it out of my system, and I've had my flu shot. But here's the thing. For those of you who are doing air travel, don't pull any shit with with the pilots or the flight attendants or the – do what you're told. Okay, this is not this. These are you guys are probably sick of her hearing this in these uncertain times. But you go to the airport, put on your face mask when you get on board. I heard I saw a video the other day of some woman who refused to take off her mask and got kicked off a plane and was swearing at people. And, you know, I don't know whether alcohol was involved or not. Usually it is, but you never know. And, you know, you just just look, I have. The air, the air travel industry. Forget COVID. The I'm gonna go off on a tangent a bit. The air, air travel industry used to be so dignified and it was nice and everybody was friendly and th- these fl- nowadays these flight attendants particularly, the flight attendants. These people have real tough jobs because they got to deal with real assholes, a- and it must be very very difficult sometimes to have to I have friends in the airline industry and I want he's a he's a pilot for a major carrier and he says to me says I believe it or not I got the easy job I never he said to me once I get um when the phone rings on the flight deck and I see whatever and it's a call that I'm not expecting from the cabin crew you know like can we do this can we do that if it's outside that timeline he knows full well it's either a medical emergency or what someone's drunk and he has had to divert a few times and get everybody off the airplane because some idiot decided to dip into the cooking sherry before getting on board and then had some more. Because a lot of times they don't know you're drunk when you get on board. My flight leaves at 730. So, oh, bloody Mary might be all right. All right. Um, with that, when we get back, the final break, we will pay. We'll play the, we're gonna play the rally of Donald Trump. Um, he was speaking was It was in Ohio, I think maybe, but anyway, where he called the CNN, a bunch of bastards, which I was thought I thought was great. And you know, it just, he, he pretty much does the same thing. Look at the, look at those people back there, a bunch of dirtbags, scumbags, scumbags, scumbags. I, the thing about this president is that he's the only president to come out and call out these people for what they are commies. A lot of them are commies highly irresponsible they're not reporters they're editorialists you know he does the thing is see they put the red light on they put the red light see it just went off it just went off and he just takes his digs and also too when you listen to you'll know or even when you watch the president speak you know when he's using the teleprompter and you know when he's not using the teleprompter poor joe biden i mean he's got to have one if he doesn't have a teleprompter Doctor, though he never confirmed that actually he has a teleprompter when he's answering questions. Someone needs to load the answer in form because he can't come up with himself. So, look, if Joe Biden wins, it's going to be kind of a surprise. It really is because like, gotta I mean, be this guy's just or look, he knows he's going senile and he figures, oh, it's all about getting Trump out and I'll just give it to Camilla. The San Francisco treat, Willie Brown, San Francisco treat would be president within about a year. Okay, this is Mojo Fiber Radio. I am Jeremy Lee. This is Standing Ground. Don't forget, all my shows are backlogged on Spreaker, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. My email, StandingGround1776 at gmail.com. StandingGround1776 at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at ground underscore standing. That's at ground underscore standing. So anyway, um, apart from my airline rant, what's the moral of the story, right? The story of the event as we look at it today and look at the campaign campaigns. Don't trust polls. Uh, you might you you might have been able to trust them a a long time ago, but the odds are what happened in 2016. If that's a reflect now is a reflection, of what happened in 2016? We may be in for one hell of, of a surprise. And if Donald Trump wins, you think the left went crazy last time? Oh boy, oh, oh boy! If if he pulls this thing off and pulls it off comfortably, because you know they're already putting all these like warnings out that he could end up being decided by congress or the supreme court whatever but if donald trump wins and he wins by a very comfortable margin they are going to go cuckoo so my advice to joe biden keep going to your arnold's drive-in movie theater (laughs) movie theater big campaign events and have people continue to toot for you really just quickly go youtube a joe biden drive-in campaign event it really is like he's on a stage in at, at a drive-in or, like I say, at Arnold's in Happy Days. It's really entertaining to watch. And then they, you know, toot the horns and doing all that. It's kind of fun. All right. I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Standing Ground. Quick break right back.
6: I'll govern for everyone who voted for me as well as against me. We can be better than what we've seen. Toot toot. We can be what we are at our best. The United States of America. So vote vote visit dot slash ohio to to god bless you god bless the auto workers god protect thank you
1: Are you tired and drunk? Have you ever had a mighty need for something like a taco or a burrito? Yeah, me too. I also have a mighty need for Off Track with Whiskey 6. It's a fantastic show full of a variety of different opinions and points of views and topics that might be too taboo for normal radio. Not like that other stuff that I've
5: been watching uh, on Pornhub. But that's for a different show. Get Off
1: Track with Whiskey 6, you idiot. Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern on Mojo 5.0. Don't miss it, S.A. Besides the four-week emergency food supply
5: kit that's back at home from preparewithmojo50.com, I've got an emergency blanket, my one-size-fits-all poncho, my snake bite kit, and my Alexa Pure Survival Spring Straw. Crikey, there's a wild hair now. Ain't he a beaut...
7: Yeah. What's up,
5: Dad?
4: Find some great deals at preparewithmojo50.com.
0: I love American Pride Roasters in the morning. It really gets me off to work. Oh, oh,
6: AmericanPrideRoasters.com. AmericanPrideRoasters.com.
1: Welcome back to Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy here on Mojo50 Radio.
3: Welcome back. Okay, so welcome back to the program the final break. The, the 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 president, oh just so you know, point of order. I am Jeremy Lee. This is standing ground. This is Mojo 50 Radio. All ah, right. Um is president was in Pennsylvania yesterday. Now, what's interesting about this rally is I've never seen this before. And and I think it's a great idea is that at one point during the rally He has like a jumbotron, and he plays cuts of his opponent. Like he said, oh, he said he would do this, but look at what he says here so the crowd can see it. Of course, people at home can see it. I've I've seen politicians quote their opponents, but to actually put the video on the screen – is a is a wonder on the jumbotron for the audience is a wonderful idea so let's do this let's go ahead Uh, it was a very very good speech a lot of enthusiasm and as you're listening to it once again go back to what i was talking about in the last break about crowds and enthusiasm and and then say to yourself you know what should we really outrule this guy i mean what we're watching on the news are the do these people really have it right so we don't know right i don't have a crystal ball neither do you but when you listen to it, you have to keep that in mind. Okay, so here's the president yesterday in uh, in Pennsylvania. Listen to that crowd. It, it all right. Thank
5: you very much. Hello Erie. Remember that great victory we had. All we. <laughs> yeah, now. What a victory. Fourteen days from now, we are going to win the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and we are going to win four more years in the White House. With your vote, we will continue to cut your taxes, cut regulations, support our great police, protect our Second Amendment, defend our borders, keep jobs and wealth in america where it belongs thank you we will deliver record prosperity epic growth and you know that have you seen what's been going on how well we're doing did you see the recent poll just came out 56 percent of the people want to be here not four years ago they want to be with us In what we're calling, we're rounding the turn on the pandemic, 56%, and it's a record, epic job growth, safe vaccines that quickly end the pandemic, it's ending. Normal life, that's all we want. You know what we want? Normal life. Normal life will finally resume, and next year will be the greatest economic year In the history of our country this is an election between the trump super recovery which is happening right now and a biden depression if he gets elected you will have a depression the likes of which you've never seen you know he's going to double triple and now quadruple your taxes i don't think so I think I know the people of Erie pretty well. They don't like that. It's a choice between our plan to kill the virus or Biden's plan to kill the American dream, and that's what he'd be doing. Biden will delay therapies, postpone the vaccine, prolong the pandemic, close your schools, shut down our country. And by the way, Pennsylvania's been shut down long enough. Get your governor to open up Pennsylvania. Get your governor to open it up. He will massively raise your taxes, bury you in regulations, dismantle your police departments, dissolve our borders, confiscate your guns. Second amendment. Oh, you're so lucky I'm president. You wouldn't have a second amendment. Eliminate private health care, terminate religious liberty, destroy the suburbs. I'm saving the suburbs. I knocked out the regulation. No, you don't like projects being next to your beautiful house, your American dream. So much for the American dream. And Joe Biden will ban fracking and abolish Pennsylvania energy. <laughs> How many times did he say it? Your fracking and mining industries will be outlawed, exiled, eradicated, and totally extinguished. And you know it because it's not up to Sleepy Joe. He's Gonzo. It's up to the others of the party. Joe Biden has repeatedly pledged to ban fracking, right? You've all heard it. Have you heard it? Till he got the nomination. Then he came to Pennsylvania. He said, oh, well, I guess it's okay. It's always what they say first. His running mate, the most liberal member of the U.S. Senate, sponsors the $100 trillion. Think of that $100 trillion. If we had a great year for 100 years, we couldn't make $100 trillion. The $100 trillion socialist Green New Deal, which would eliminate fossil fuels. At this very moment, Biden's website includes a pledge to mandate net-zero carbon emissions, which means he would end all fracking. It's what he said. He said it for a year and a half, he said it. Under the Obama-Biden administration, More than 40% of all coal mining jobs will be destroyed, totally gone. And you know what's happened? I mean, did you see what they did to West Virginia and other places, including Pennsylvania, where they were here? Don't forget, they've been here for eight years before me. If they did a good job, I would have never run. I didn't need this. I didn't need this. Although we're having a good time and we're doing a good job. No, but it's true. If they did a good job, I wouldn't have run. Thank you. Thank you. This is a lot of people. This is a lot of people. I always want the cameras to show. They never like to show. They don't like to talk about it. You can hear how big these crowds are. And by the way, you know, in all fairness to Erie, all over the country, makes you feel good, all over the country, the biggest crowds anyone's ever had, bigger than what we had four years ago. Bigger. Oh, and you have to watch, you have to watch what we do to 60 Minutes. You'll get such a kick out of it. You're going to get a kick out of it. Leslie Stahl is not going to be happy. The Democrat Party hates fracking. They hate call. They hate coal. Good, beautiful, clean call. They hate American energy, and Joe Biden will shut it all down. He's going to. Tonight, I want to uh, do something. I want to give you. This is an original Donald Trump Broadway play. And I had it done specifically. First time I've ever pulled it out. I had it done specifically for the people of Erie, because you guys like energy. You like being... Energy independent. Do you like that energy? Doesn't that sound? We don't need all these faraway lands and everything else. We are now energy independent, and we're going to keep it the way. Take a look at this clip. We had it made up, and I think you'll like, first time I've ever done this, right? First time. Go ahead, wherever it is, put it up.
7: Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration?
6: No, we would, we would we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated, and no more subsidies for either one of those. I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel. No more, no new fracking. I'd gradually move away from fracking.
2: And I think it's critically important on day one that we end any fossil fuel leases on public lands. Uh, well, like what
8: about say stopping fracking and stopping yeah. Yeah. pipeline and yeah, infrastructure
2: yeah, yeah. Pipeline. and? and, and
6: They they want to do the same thing I want to do. They want to phase out fossil fuels, and we're going to phase out fossil fuels.
2: There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking.
5: And what we don't show is his more current version. Oh, yes, we'll have fracking. And the fake news, they don't do anything about it. They don't even talk to him about it. But right now, he's got bigger problems than fracking, I think. You know what it's called? You know what it's called? It's called the laptop from hell. The laptop from hell. To all the people of Pennsylvania, hear this warning. If Biden's elected, he will wipe out your energy industry. You have a million jobs. Just like he wiped out your steel industry, and I brought it back. I brought it back. Only by voting for me can you save your fracking and Pennsylvania. We are going to have a great time because you are going to reject the radical left. The United States, and I say it and I'll say it a thousand times the United States will never be a socialist nation. of it here we are in erie people as far as the eye can see look at that i mean no, it's, it's, it's a great honor it's a great honor for all of us we're all in this together we're all in it as long as i'm president we will remain the number one producer of energy anywhere in the world you know we're now number one in the world with pennsylvania you texas we have some great how about north dakota does a great job North Dakota, Oklahoma, so many different... Ohio does a phenomenal job. Phenomenal. A couple of Ohioans. And uh, they have to have the fracking, and they have to have the energy. And we need the energy. And, you know, you looked at your car. When did you think you were going to see $2 a gallon and less? You didn't think you were going to see that. That's like a tax cut. And at the same time, our energy industry is, is vibrant. Last year, I visited the Shell petrochemical plant in Beaver County, the largest investment in your state's history. Our opponents will put it out of business. They want to put it out of business. I don't think that's a great idea. Joe Biden has made a corrupt bargain in exchange for his party's nomination. He's handed control of his party over to socialists. I added another word. Communists, Marxists, left-wing extremists, and they're full of hate and rage and scorn for the middle class and for everybody. Frankly, for the middle class and for everybody. The Biden-Harris Kamala. Do You like Kamala? Kamala. I'll tell you, did our vice president do a great job? Did a great job. Did a, a great job. I said, Mike, that was too easy. But the Biden-Harris agenda is projected to slash the typical American's income by $6,500. This is in the Wall Street Journal today. A nightmare for Pennsylvania family, $6,500. And that's just cut it down. What you could be making if you do this and what we're doing, because for the last 47 years, Joe Biden has been outsourcing your jobs, offshoring your factories, and selling out the American worker. And who knows it better than Pennsylvania? Look at all the empty hulks that you still have, despite all the jobs we've brought back. America lost 10,000 factories while he was vice president. He has no clue, by the way. Just so you understand, he has no clue. How many? Oh, that's okay. He's a servant of the globalists, lobbyists, wealthy donors, and Washington vultures who got rich, bleeding America. You know, I said the other day, I never thought of it because they're raising a lot of money, 300 million. I could be the king of all fundraisers. I would be the greatest that ever lived. The president of the United States, all I have to do is give me a list of the top 100 companies. I'll call the president of every one. They will pay me whatever I want. I would set every record. The problem is I'd owe them because when they call and they have a problem for a lot more money than we're talking about, You know, it's like hard to say, hey, they were nice. They treated you good. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. We don't need the money. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go. But when you see them raise 300, 350 million dollars in a month and a half, you know deals are being made, just so you understand. Deals are being made, big deals, deals. I mean, look at the deals that he's making for himself, okay? But deals are being made. In 2016, Pennsylvania voted to fire this depraved political establishment, and you elected an outsider as president who is finally putting America first. America first. The fact is, whether you like it or not, whether you want to hear it or not, Joe Biden is a corrupt politician. He's a corrupt politician. And smoking gun emails, Show that the Biden family sold the vice presidency for a very, very substantial amount of money, more money than anybody would believe. He let China plunder your jobs while his family raked in millions of dollars from China and foreign nations.
3: Got to stay on that point. The Bidens
5: got rich while Pennsylvania got robbed, and so did the rest of our country. If Biden wins, China wins. If Biden wins, China will own the USA. And you know it. There's no way he does anything about it. And yet media and the big tech, big tech, they're desperately trying to cover up everything. They don't want to hear speeches like this. They don't want to hear anything about it. This is a massive scandal that they're trying to suppress. I'm not just running against Biden, Sleepy Joe. I'm running against the corrupt media, the big tech giants, the Washington swamp and the Democrat Party is a part of all of them. Every single one of them. They flood your communities with criminal aliens, drugs and crime while they live behind beautiful gated compounds. They try to take away your gun. Second Amendment. They want to take it away while they enjoy private security that's fully armed. They support crippling lockdowns like your governor is doing while their jobs and their industries remain totally exempt. And it's time to send a message to these wealthy liberal hypocrites by delivering Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, a thundering defeat on November 3rd. Got to get out and vote. Pennsylvania, you got to get out and vote. You know, if we win Pennsylvania, we win the whole thing. We win the whole thing. I mean, it's crazy. They're saying, oh, it's his home state. It's not his home state. He left you when he was nine, right? His parents. I'm not blaming him for that. But, you know, he likes to go around, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's my home state. It's not his home state. I actually went to college in Pennsylvania, okay? So, you know, I think I have more in common. (laughs) But it's not his home state. He comes from a place called Delaware, and he never leaves Delaware. I like Delaware too, but he never leaves here. He's making another speech from. where well, doesn't make too many speeches either. He took a five-day lid. You know what a lid is? I never heard lid. Lid is like they put the lid like a garbage can, right? They put the. Li- he took a five-day lid. I mean, this guy, all he does is like, stay home. You know why? You know why? Because he can't take any questions now from the press. Can't take any questions. How about yesterday? He finally went outside. He went to get an ice cream. And the press is standing. These are all killers. I mean, they're killed. there. They are. Look, the fake news. They're standing. And all they wanted to know—think of me. They're screaming at me like a. All they want to know: What flavor ice cream do you like? Well, I like. I like vanilla and chocolate, thank you. They don't ask me those questions. If I don't sound like a typical Washington politician, it's because I'm not a politician.
3: Beautiful. And if I don't always
5: play by the rules of the Washington establishment, it's because I was elected to fight for you, and nobody has ever fought for you harder than I have. That I can tell you. I'm fighting so hard because I love my country. I love you, by the way, but I love my country. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And this is a tough group in front. The last time the last time they said that, Last time this guy said that to another man, I doubt you have. Maybe dad. Maybe dad a long time ago. But because I'm determined to ensure that the forgotten men and women of this country, remember? They showed up four years ago. And they're showing up now. You see what's going on? Do you see the lines? Do you see what's happening all over the country? They still don't want to report it. They oh it. it's going to be. This is going to be bigger than four years ago. There's more enthusiasm. The crowds are bigger. They'll never be forgotten again, not after this one. They tried to find out who are all these people that showed up last time. Now they're finding out again, except even more so. Now you see what's going on though with the lines and everything, and then they have the phony fake ballots all over the place. They're throwing them in the garbage can. Oh, they happen to have the name Trump on them. Isn't that shocking? How about the ones that were printed without my name on it, right? They had everything on it. They had every race. They had everything. You had the Senate. You had everything. They forgot to put me down. Oh, thank you. And then they say, he's against freedom. Oh, it's wild. The Biden-Harris war on police would be a catastrophe for public safety. You know, I think I have every single... Correct. Good. I like that. I think we have every single endorsement, even New York's finest, New York City's finest. We love it.
3: Our- okay, got to jump on here. This, during the speech, his mic went dead. And then when it came back, and this is what he did as soon as the mic started working again.
5: Is the mic ready? Yes. I wonder who did that to our mic. I don't believe it was Joe. You know who it was? Crooked Hillary. (laughs) I think it was probably Crooked Hillary. But Kamala, Kamala, by the way, she will not be your first woman president. She will not be. Can't let that happen. There'll be a woman president. You cannot let that happen. Harris even urged their supporters to donate to a fund that bailed out rioters right out of jail, including attempted cop killers. I will always stand with the heroes of law enforcement. All right, so we we go. got to
3: go here. All right.
5: And Biden's policies would also decimate our seniors. Biden is...
3: He has another one scheduled for today, or might have, might actually, already be underway. But clearly, when these individuals show up, they're clearly enthusiastic about him, and they remain enthusiastic about him, enthusiastic about him since 2016. Trump supporters are extremely loyal, and excited, whereas Joe Biden's are loyal, but they're not excited. If I could kind of put it into a sentence, it's like this. All right, well, I guess I'll go with them. Look, by the way, I, I should have mentioned this earlier. The one thing I will say about Joe Biden that he's been very smart about, there are a lot of celebrities out there, Hollywood, who are endorsing him. And and if I'm wrong about this, please correct me. However, he doesn't have John Bon Jovi traveling with him. You don't hear him yelling, "Jay Z and Beyonce are here" or whatever. He's not making the mistake that Mrs. Clinton made. W- was well, if I've got John bon, jo- John bon Jovi with me, people will think that I'm cool. Or uh, Jay Z and Beyonce. I mean, Obama didn't do that, did I, if I r- recall, as a candidate. When he became president, he became Jay Z and Beyonce in their house. John bon Jovi's here. So everyone would, would think he's cool. Trump doesn't feel the need to do that. Now, he does get the endorsement of many Hollywoods, like um, uh, John Voigt. Uh, i mean mel gibson i don't know if he's like formerly but it, anyway um hollywood for, for 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 a democrat is a very um myopic audience they it's they're they're in cahoots i mean it's they have been for for a long time it wasn't always that way cuz actually hollywood used to be relatively um relatively conservative so there you have it Never a dull moment. So there you have it. The president in Pennsylvania still uh, uh, bringing in the crowds. And also at the outset, what they do is they bring the plane up. They bring the plane up. And it's like I say, it's a great visual. And they play this music. And then when they introduce him, uh, it's like Fred Lund said. "You, It's like taking a match and just throwing it onto a bucket of gas, uh, gasoline. The place goes. Crazy. All right, I am Jeremy Lee. This is Standing Ground. This is Mojo Five O Radio. We got Town Hall News coming up next. I need to sign off. Uh, we'll be back on Saturday evening at ten p.m. and then the following Wednesday. And then once again, to let you know, I will be uh, heading to North Carolina for a four-five day, four-five days seminar with a conservative think tank. Uh, they are anxiously awaiting my arrival. And I do have some um I do have some notes and speeches that I will most likely address to the conservative think tank. All right. Uh with that, always feel free to reach out, standing ground seventeen seventy-six at gmail.com, standing ground one seven seven six at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at ground underscore standing. At ground underscore standing. Things to be on the lookout with the uh this hunter sorry joe biden hunter biden story but primarily joe biden story and the laptop and all that and what's on these e- in the emails and whether or not christopher ray is going to make a statement and say yeah we've the fbi has authenticated it and of course the fundamental question is what what was the reason the fbi why did you guys h- hold this for so long during the impeachment matter, which was all about Ukraine, you had this, you had Hunter Biden, um, uh, crackhead Hunter Biden and his laptop. And like I say, I mean, the, 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 the sex images and all that, that's something he can deal with later on down the road. I want to know what's in the emails. Are the emails authentic and does it implicate his father in, yeah, criminal activity, something that runs parallel to a federal statute, which could be what? Impeachable who knows right (laughs) maybe we'll get an investigation into if he's elected joe president biden right you never know all right so we may have our time in the sun all right once again i'm jeremy like this is standing ground till saturday at 10 o'clock god bless be careful stay informed and i'll talk to you guys again soon
1: Rebel rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5
0: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel